Many people, when they come and tour with me here in Egypt, or if they study with me some of the Egyptian work online, uh, say the same thing to me that they've had a life changing experience and they can't quite understand why. And the reason is because Egypt is the root of so much of culture that we know today. Our language, our writing came from the ancient Egyptians. Writing originally came from the ancient Egyptians, not the Phoenicians. Architectural achievements, medicine, the first hospitals, the first beds, the first beer factories, the first games, the first chess sets. So many big and small things came out of Egypt because Egypt was the crown of Africa and Africa is the great motherland where all our genes and our biology and our stories going back in time come from. It's what they call the tree of life, the Pout Nater. And you'll notice in my logo, there's a tree with a sound wave moving through it. And this is because the tree of life system is the macro in the micro. It connects our body as a tree to the, the tree of knowledge, the cosmology of the stars and the horizons that go on forever and ever. For the Egyptians, the soul, the sole purpose of life was for us to be a conduit, a channel, a tool, a, a, a voice box, a intermediary between earth and stars. We have the tree within us, in our spine, in our bones, in our different energetic systems, in our brain. We are the tree. We're able to look at life around us and translate it to the great cosmological tree in the galaxies and in life. How do we live and, and create that translation? How, how do we know it, feel it? How does it become something real? Well, to the ancients as today, the way we do that is through breath work, sound work, and the words we speak, the, the ideas we deliberately and consciously choose to speak. Our voices are such powerful tools, and yet sadly today, we use our voices so foolishly. We, we natter, we chatter, we speak without conscious control. We speak of shallow, foolish things. We, we speak of, of gossip, of celebrities, of trivial matters, where our voices are the way we give back to life. We take in breath, air, food, and we give back sound, word, and exhaled breath, returned breath, carbon dioxide. So the first place to start to activate this, this conduit, this channel, this bridge, 
that your being is between earth and stars is through the breath. For the Egyptians, as for the ancient Vedic people who were actually connected through the Dravidians to, to ancient Egypt, to Africa, we start with the breath. The breath is prana, it's life force, it's tangible. What I've noticed over the years is when students inhale and exhale, not thinking of pulling in oxygen or pulling in air, but pulling in life force, pulling in ra, pulling in joy of life through the breath, ecstatic life, their breath work goes much, much deeper. It becomes more interesting, more exciting. A lot of breath work today is taught in a very dry way. You know, that they go inhale the oxygen, exhale, inhale the release, pump that air in, inhale 30 times, pump it in. But there's a higher, more beautiful, poetic dimension to breath, which is the breathing in of Ra, the breathing in of life force, the breathing in of the spirit of life through the breath. That not only, in my experience working with breath for a very long time, not only goes deeper into your diaphragm and your ribs when we breathe this way, but it's joyful, soaks into your heart, the cells in your heart, brings that joy on the breath into your heart. And this was the first step with the Egyptians, the, the first step with many of the ancients to, to shifting and activating yourself as this bridge. Because becoming the bridge in their writings was not a free packed lunch. It was not something we automatically gain. We have to exert ourselves to become aware of that bridge that we are between earth and stars. So you inhale the life force, the breath, the joy that's floating all around you in the light, the oxygen, the trees, the sunlight, the sounds all around you. You breathe that joy into your heart, into the breath. And then you exhale and release all that's no longer needed to be recycled by life. The carbon dioxide, the thoughts, the, the memories or circumstance that are now past, we exhale that to the horizon, over the horizon, asking for it to be dissolved, recycled, turned into something new. And in this way, our breathing becomes a constant cycle of inhaling the joy and exhaling that which is no longer needed. <laughs> 